Welcome to Finding Certainty with your host and U.S. Army veteran, Patrick Lang. Over the next hour, you'll learn from Patrick and his expert guests how to attract more certainty into your business and your life. Now, here is your host, Patrick Lang. Welcome to Finding Certainty, everybody. This is your host, Patrick Lang. I'm very pleased to bring to you a guest today that I think is someone who is on the minds of small business owners and nonprofits all over the country. Uh, We've been hearing a lot of press, a lot of talk. You see a lot of ads about the employee retention tax credit. And there's a lot of questions surrounding it. Who do we trust? Does it really work? Is it a loan? Is it not a loan? Well, we're going to answer all of those questions today with my guest, Mr. Ben O'Quigley, founder and CEO of ERC Tree. So, Ben, thanks for being here, my friend. I really appreciate it. Oh, I'm I'm really excited to be here, Patrick, um, because of what I've learned uh, over the last, uh, well, we're going on beginning of the year of 2022 when I uh, learned about this space. And I was fascinated immediately. I've been a business owner myself. I know how hard it is. The the less employees you have, the harder it can even be. Not that once you get to a certain point, uh, it doesn't have its own challenges. But um, the pandemic really, really did hurt a lot of uh, people very badly, business owners. And uh, this is a reward. Employee retention credits is a reward for keeping people employed. It's a refund of the payroll taxes and other things. Uh, that they um, you know, had negative impacts on their business. Exactly. Well, what I love about it is it is a way to try to recoup and recover, maybe try to uh, you know, put a salve on the wounds that so many of us got from ERC, or excuse me, from, uh, from the pandemic. ERC is a solution to try to help make up the losses and help make up that pain. So, and you're doing something that nobody else is doing. So, that, you know, that's uh, that's really exciting. I think our, our listeners are going to be very pleased to hear what ERC Tree is doing. So I always start out the show by uh, explaining two of the reasons why I invited you on the show and uh, differs for every guest, obviously, but you have a really fascinating backstory and it, and it feeds into what ERC Tree is today. Uh, so just for anyone out there listening, uh, understand that the main reason I wanted Ben O'Quigley on here is that he's doing something different. He's not just an accounting firm. He's not just a, a a salesperson. He has put together a team and a system that is really reinventing how the employee retention tax credit works for customers. Uh, so that's that's the first part is what he's doing is very very uh, unique, and it's very integral, I think, for small business success. Secondly, if you get to know Mr. Ben O'Quigley, and he doesn't do anything halfway, we're going to talk a little bit about his career here and his background, and you'll find that he has always taken on a challenge, taken on a job, taken on a business, and really blown it up and become the best in the business in his in his various fields. He's got a diverse background, which we're going to talk about, Ben. But, uh, yeah. So thank, thanks, everybody, for being here. Um, I think the fact we have an expert and someone who has figured out problem solving throughout his entire career and is now doing it in this, this space is just uh, really, it's a really big honor for us. So, so, Ben, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your background? Where, where were you born? Where did you grow up? Okay. Well, um, I was grow- I, I born in a small town about an hour south of downtown Chicago. 
they're uh, it's considered a the farthest south suburb of Chicago, but I don't really think so. There's about 30 minutes of cornfields in between. So grew up on a farm. Uh, parents are teachers, oldest of five, uh, Benjamin Everett O'Quigley, uh, about as Irish as it gets. And um, my mom's a Rooney. And, you know, I really did have a unique upbringing because my dad was the oldest of seven and my mom was the oldest of five. And I was the first grandchild. So I got to experience my aunt and uncles as they were young entrepreneurs, all of them own businesses for the most part. Some might have some big corporate jobs, uh, my aunts and uncles and so on. Uh, but um, it was unique because, you know, I have an uncle that's literally four years older than me, my dad's youngest brother. And so I got to, as I started getting in my teenage years, I, I loved business. My parents, they gave me love. They gave us everything, but they were teachers. And God bless them, especially now more than ever, what they're dealing with as uh, educators uh, with the systems and dealing with parents and all the other challenges of, of today, technology, um, limited budgets. But uh, mom and dad always uh, you know, really pushed me uh, to do more, you know, and, um, you know, as an athlete, um, that's something that I really heavily focused on. I did do show choir for anyone that wants to know some things. I was involved in FFA and uh, things like that as well, and a high school musical as well. But as a three-sport athlete, and I always took on too much extracurricular. Um, right, right. Well, you, you know, growing up on a farm out in farm country, that, 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 that instills principles and strengths and so forth uh, into you. I don't even care if you grew up on the farm, just growing up in a farming community, you are surrounded by the salt of the earth, right? I mean, the, that, those characters and that strength that makes America great. You talk about having seven kids, your dad, my my, uh, my dad grew up with seven, uh, seven total siblings. And my grandfather used to always say he had one and a half dozen kids. <laughs> Everybody thought he meant 18, right? But he had right. one daughter and six, six boys. My wife, Tesha, uh, is the oldest of 10 children. She grew up on a dairy farm in, in Idaho. And so okay. I always say I'm married. That's the, work ethic the, the, there. <laughs> that's right. I mean, I, I, I always say I'm I married showed the, the farmer's Angus daughter. At the fairs. I didn't have cows, but the dairy farmers were my friends, but that was too much work. Uh, give me the Angus cattle. It's a lot easier uh, to manage. Absolutely. Yeah. So grow, growing up the way you did with two teachers, my my mom is a retired English professor. I come from a long line of teachers, and there's definitely lessons you learn from there as well. What would you say were the lessons you learned from your parents as teachers that have affected your business? Well, um, that's a great question. So my mom and dad both went to a uh, uh, state of Illinois school, Western Illinois, out in Macomb, Illinois, out in the middle of uh, nowhere, if anyone uh, has ever driven that way. And they met there and dad was going to be an attorney and mom was going education. Uh, mom chose physical education and she doesn't understand me as an entrepreneur. Uh, mom got a job <laughs> out of uh, out of graduating college and she was there for 33 years. Same gym, same school uh, in our hometown, Mantino, Illinois. And um she was, a, she was also a coach. So she was very driven. She was a referee, sports, 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 sports. Nice. My dad, high school behavior disorder, special ed teacher, dealing with a whole different environment. And he was very calm and uh, philosophical. And, you know, 
not as mom is just like be the best and dad's like hey don't stress so much isn't that interesting how so often couples are yin and yang right they balance each other it's definitely my parents it's definitely me and my wife tesha started to say you know she's a i, I always say i married the farmer's daughter but but we're very different we're polar opposites but i think did it's really important in, did you grow up in portland or salt lake or which part was it I lived in New Zealand as a, as a child and That's then right. in uh, Utah for most of my my teenage but, years. But more a major city area or rural? More more big bigger city, you know, like suburb. Okay, of, of Salt Lake. Yeah. 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 And it is a little different. If you you know, once you get out there like our town uh growing up had a huge green sign as you uh, rolled into it. And there was no McDonald's at the corners of the exits or any of the stuff that's there now, but it said small town big future. And I actually used that in my eighth grade. I ran for pre- uh, student council president in eighth grade. We're really going back now. But um, <laughs> the, uh, the reason why no one else was running except one person. And I thought I would do a better job. And so uh, that's kind of just who I've always been. Uh, I do believe in education very much so. I never took it serious in the classroom. I do believe today if uh I was a student, younger student of today because of technology, a lot more visual and hands-on kinetic learning. Right. I probably would have been more engaged, but the old traditional books and, and the way the structure was, it just didn't have my attention. Right. So, yeah. Well, I remember feeling much the same way, especially when it came to math. You know, I just, I was climbing the walls, right? I couldn't get I out of there quickly math. enough. Yep. Math was uh, honestly English, uh, grammatical English. I had to, how I learned was over the years, uh, most of the stuff that I produce I'm is written. I do have some people always check for grammar. It's the grammatical stuff that I've uh, improved on. But my gift was always speaking and, uh, you know, kind of, I was a leadoff hitter in the baseball team, did get a full ride scholarship for baseball. Uh, I was always there for everyone. And that was the other thing is, I was maybe a jock, but I did show choir. I did regular choir. Um, I, I I cared about everyone. And I didn't like it when anyone was being picked on or felt that they were different because of whatever their choices were. I didn't like that back then. And I, and I don't like that now either. Right. I was much the same way. I grew up with two adopted siblings and I was always really protective. I mean, I've been a protector my whole life. That's what we do with our business with certainty management is help protect customers and put dollars on their bottom line and provide lower cost discounts and benefits and uh, bring them services like you. I mean, ERC tree, which we're going to get in into the company here a little bit later, but it's all about protecting the customer and getting them what's theirs. Right. So yeah, we could do a little teaser right there so that you guys might want to stick around for this or watch the recording is this when i got introduced to the space um i didn't know anything i never heard the words tax credits together in my life i did that's like an oxymoron to me i didn't what are tax credits and the fact is i've now through my research there's over 50 different tax credit and incentive programs for our individuals and businesses and it's not just the large fortune 500 companies that we think about that get all the different tax credits incentives and breaks there's many for small businesses um, and mid-sized employers. And when I found out about the space, I started really researching using Google. And wow, 
uh, it became eye-opening to really what's going on out there, uh, who is providing ERC services uh, and why they should not be. And we'll get into that. And we're going to go into a good, deep, uh, frequently asked questions, all the different changes, why it's such a boom now, uh, the guidelines and how you do qualify. Right. And of course, explain how ERC tree is completely different because we are contracted with the best accounting firms in the country that specialize in the tax credit space that have been doing tax credit filings for decades, not just a pop-up uh, you know, ERC firm or mill that's been around for a few months or a year. Right. Well, I love, like I said earlier, I love how you tackle something, Ben. You've done this your whole career. Um, you don't do it halfway. You know, you become an expert in it in a, a fraction of the time that someone else does. I think a lot of your drive started with your sports. I mean, you got a full ride uh, scholarship for baseball, didn't you? I did. Um, and I literally graduated uh, borderline D minus failing uh, no, no GED or anything type of situation. I did go to a small Catholic high school. Uh, my mom is a very, very big, uh, Catholic, uh, you know, grew up through that structure. Uh, I just believe in being a great person, trying to be kind to everyone, helpful to everyone. Um, I don't go to that church at, at this time anymore. Uh, but it was the farm and it was all that structure. Cause I do believe in a higher power and God and all this other wonderful things. Uh, but it was honestly working on the farm, built that up where I had a clean lot of poop. Let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> rabbits, chickens, uh, the, the horses um, and just a lot of things. And dad would get on me. The only thing dad would ever get on me is when I'm supposed to do a job on the farm. And if I would do it halfway. And right. he, yeah. And, and that was started at a young age. That's the only time dad would get mad. It's like, cause he would have to go do it. And he's already yeah. busy enough with all my younger siblings. Now my right. sister that was two years younger than me, just so you know, she was valedictorian in the class, went to Loyola of Chicago on a full ride volleyball scholarship. And she's a veterinarian today. And we'll wow. get into that on the next part. When we get talk a little bit more about how I evolved to where I am and why ERC tree was the perfect fit for my years of, right. of uh, peaks and valleys, bumps and bruises, lots of uh, great, great things and a lot of learning too. That's awesome. Um, tell us a little bit about your career leading up to um, up yeah. to ERC. I know you, I mean, you've been a consummate salesperson, top, top person in your field in more than one industry. And that's been really, that's interesting to me because you've gone from, from, uh, from one thing to another thing to another thing and started with IBM, right? You went in and you ran, a, you ended up running a whole yeah. division of technicians. You wrote algorithms for them that saved them what, hundreds of millions hundreds of dollars, of right? As a, as a kid of like 20 years old, right? 19, 19, actually. I, after one year of college, I graduated. I'm dating myself here, folks. Uh, <laughs> 1994, uh, the schools that I wanted to go to were uh, larger, um, bigger schools, uh, Big Ten type schools. And uh, I had to settle to a uh, smaller school down in Alabama. Right. But the, the bigger thing there was, is after one year, I just being honest and you've gotten to know me a little bit, I'm pretty mm -hmm. transparent. And that's yeah. why ERC tree really works. And given the space where it is, because we're completely transparent, where there's a lot of wool, you know, being pulled over eyes out there in the ERC space. Right. But So I saw a DeVry Institute, Tech, uh, Institute of Technology commercial in June of 1995, after one year, getting ready for summer ball. And I was done. I didn't want to play anymore. 
And I saw that commercial, DeVry Institute, hands-on learning, this thing called the computer's internet. I said, that's it. I'm going to go learn about this thing called the internet and work on computers. Everyone thought I was crazy. And I dropped out, went back to Illinois, uh, went to a DeVry in the west suburbs of uh, Chicago mm-hmm. and got put in housing uh, with two gentlemen from Michigan, a gentleman from Wisconsin. They got a job placement at a little tiny company called IBM. And uh, we're just technicians running around swapping out keyboards and monitors at the beginning. Right. Um, and they got me a job. But months into it, I had ideas on how things should work. And that's where I really the aha moment was. And what I love is creating algorithms, creating systems, having a whiteboard, goodwill hunting it, if you will. And that's what I do. I create systems that are efficient for everyone, not only the company internally, but more importantly, for the clients and uh, that, that, that's what was really exciting about IBM. I, you know, I was making more money than mom and dad combined as teachers at age 19 at IBM when everyone thought I was crazy dropping out to go learn about this thing called internet computers. <laughs> well, I think, uh, you, you know, you talk about systems and I think it, any real success in business, in life, in, in marriage, even you have to implement systems, you know, that can be schedule goals, uh, you know, mileposts, KPIs, as I say, key performance indicators. Those apply in a lot of different areas, but, you know, especially in, in what you're doing here with ERC. It's such a complicated area. People think they can maybe do it on their own, have their account and do it. I'm telling you, folks, you don't want to go there. You you really need to have a team that specializes in tax credits, that you have to have the legal team. You have to have those professionals. So, And, and um, that's what I want to give as an example we're going to give real life examples of what's going on just over my experience the last six months Yeah, in the next coming time. So we're going to, we're going to go to break everybody and then we'll come back. We'll, uh, we'll we're going to talk about how Ben transitioned from his previous career to starting ERC, how ERC is different and how he's bringing in literally millions of dollars for his customers all over the country now in a very short time. I mean, that's the incredible thing. It's a testament to your background, your algorithm writing, your system planning. You know, it's pretty impressive, my friend. So um, we're going to go to break everybody, but we'll be right back and we'll continue the conversation with Ben O'Quigley from ERCtree.com. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty. T-E-A-M, like Mary.com. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero-cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888-684-3122 to learn more today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. Voice America Business Network. 
the bottom line in business. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. We're back with Finding Certainty, everybody. Thanks for being here. We're uh, excited to have Ben O'Quigley from ERCTree.com on the show with us today. We've been talking a little bit about his uh, career and about his um, his story that led up to ERC Tree being founded and now helping hundreds of customers across the country, raising millions of dollars or recouping, recovering millions of dollars and so forth. So, so Ben was a, uh, a college athlete, decided he, he'd rather be in business, went to work for IBM. From there, he transitioned into the mortgage industry. Ben, I know you learned some things from mortgages that led to ERC Tree. Do you want to share share that with us in a, in about thirty seconds or so? Yeah, real quick. There, it's important. Uh, I had a friend, a uh, very good looking guy. Um, you know, intelligence level. I thought would maybe be down at where I was, right? But just absolutely crushing it in the mortgage space. And who who wasn't in two thousand and on for a while there? Right. And um, I, I said, show me a check. And I'll quit my job now. And that's what happened. I turned my two weeks because he showed me a big, huge check he was making. I got in the mortgage space. And then from there, I grew to end up owning my own mortgage company, a relocation company, and created a company called Homeownership Plans of America Educating, which I've also uh, instructed at many, many junior colleges as a continuing ed course. So I have been an instructor at a junior college level without a college degree. Uh, they never even background <laughs> checked it. and uh, But all the skills I learned there were very important because ERC is very, very similar to the process of you know obtaining a loan, but we're obtaining a refund of the payroll taxes and other money uh, that was lost uh, through the pandemic. Right. Well, you remind me a little bit of my own mother, actually. Her name is Sue. And she was a high school dropout who has a master's degree, you know, and Top uh, honors English for Brigham Young University for many years, and so you know we all take different paths, and there's not it's not a cook, cookie cut, cutter experience. You know, I I was in the military before I did my bachelor's degree, and and uh, my and then on went on to some grad work and did uh, um, military courses and started business uh, businesses, et cetera, et cetera. But it was different for me than the next person. It actually, took me almost 12 years to graduate from college. Not because I'm stupid, but because I was interrupted with military and a mission for my oh, church yeah. and, and et cetera, et cetera. I was working kids. away at it part-time, having kids, you know? And so it's a, it's just a different path for everybody and our paths make us what we are. So um, I know you sold uh, orthopedic medical devices yeah. next, right? So um, I have two beautiful boys. Uh, they're ages uh, 16 and 14. And if you look at the dates of that, that's 2006 and eight. Not the best time as a mortgage uh, and real estate uh, business owner to right. be having children. Right. And so uh, the boys uh, were born in 2006 and eight. One was born in Arizona. Uh, one was born in California. Uh, same ex-wife. We've known each other since high school. And uh, the thing was, is I'm like, what am I going to do? 
what I mean, what am I going to go do? Literally, financial market's done. I'm not going to sell cars. Insurance isn't my thing. You know, what am I going to go like? What can I go produce income from? And I said, oh, I'll do medical sales. Yeah, I'm going to. Those guys all do really good. You know, I knew some guys and stuff. And I had very, very large companies. I'm not going to say any of their names, uh, very, very large ones that we know of, uh, that if you're in the hospitals or surgery centers, you've seen these major implant companies come by. <laughs> and I knew on the re- on the interview, you know, for the interview, it said bachelor's degree. And I was vague on my education, but every everything else really, oh, IBM and, you know, all these different things, mortgage success, all these things. Well, what happens is, is uh, I'd get to the third interview. There's usually three. Uh, that's the final. And they're like, hey, we want to hire you and stuff, but we, we need to verify, you, you know, you have a bachelor's degree, right? And I said, uh, no, I don't. I, I never finished. And they're like, well, how long is it going to take? I'm like, forever. And <laughs> Four so years. <laughs> I kept getting the no's at that point because I didn't have a bachelor's degree. And I'm like, you're going to go hire someone without any sales or business development skill I know I, you know, I'm hungry here. I got two little ones, literally like, you know, one month old and two years old type stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I um, finally took a 1099 distributor opportunity for a small territory in the South side of Chicago uh, with Wright medical industries out of Memphis. Uh, They're big on total joints. And, and at one point, the largest foot and ankle line out there. And I was only doing total joints running around and being in surgery. And I never knew what really went on. I mean, it's, there's saws and mallets and real, it's construction. And um, anyways, I look after six months, I learned pretty much every surgical technique you could think of because I became a full line trauma rep as well for extremities. And um, after about two years, I had surgeons North, East, West, and South of me about two hours, any direction requesting me to be their surgery. So I was interoperative as well, helping make sure that the scrub tech's handing off the right instruments and staying with the technique and moving the case along. Right. Um, and that, I was shocked. I was shocked what how important the, those roles were. But again, I also loved learning about it. So mm-hmm. I love education. Um, right. I'm just not a classroom type of guy. Yeah. A lot of people aren't. You know, more and more people these days are are learning through experience, learning from YouTube, you know, learning from mentors. Totally. Nothing nothing wrong with that. They don't want to go into debt for, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars for college for a degree they may never use. Well, and And I went back and took some classes, like a business law class. I took a general accounting class at one point, I remember, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, different things. And again, I loved it. Now, with the medical sales, uh, we usually go to a two-day crash course, or God forbid, there was one with uh, the largest uh, trauma company in the world, uh, Synthes, which was purchased by J&J, who said no to me uh, at, at first. And they were the ones, uh, about two years in, uh, they said, hey, we got this territory in Champaign, Illinois. Are you interested in this? And I said, I, I took it because I was able to go. But I first said, but you said I you know, I didn't have a bachelor's degree. I couldn't work for you. Well, they're like, you proved it. Cause I went and smoked everyone in my territory, right. all the companies that said no to me, I just crushed it. Cause I like to create relationships. And right. just like with ERC, if someone asks me a question, I don't have the answer to, um, I will go speak to a tax attorney or a CPA that specializes in the complex tax credit incentive space. That's been around for 20 some years. And we'll talk, we'll talk about that history as we go into the qualifications and what's going on in ERC. Right. Well, I love that your business now is a 
it's just a perfect storm combination of customer need. It's your sales background. It's your relationship background, your algorithms, your systems. I mean, it's all come together into this really perfect storm from which the customer benefits. I mean, it's funny because speaking of storms, you and I were just here in Orlando together. I can see I'm sitting in a hotel. We were at a conference together this week. He got out on Tuesday. I'm still stuck here, literally in the middle of Hurricane Ian. It went right over our heads yesterday. Fortunately, everybody was safe, but... We, uh, that's why you see a different background, everybody, from my usual one back at my home office. So, so anyway, let's jump into ERC tree because as you can, as you can tell, folks, if you're listening, it's a similar concept or structure as what you would, as maybe a lending tree, where you go to one source and they do the vetting, they do the research, they, they pair you with the professionals that can serve you best. And so rather than you having to sift through all of the information and the options and the the pop-ups and the shysters and everything else that's out there, you can work with one source who shops your need and shops your specific situation to a number of different professionals. And so is that a pretty good uh, definition of, of ERC tree in a nutshell, Ben? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I used to purchase as a uh, mortgage broker leads from lending tree okay i used mm-hmm. to buy them uh there's all different size you know quality and different stuff uh of data what's great about this is uh erc tree does not sell uh these uh any clients off as a lead or anything else mm-hmm. i spent uh about four months um literally submitting generally family and friends files over and over and over again because what happens with uh, very similar to anyone that got a PPP loan out there, they had to submit some documents and request a coverage period uh, to get, you know, get that the you know PPP loans. Right. And um, uh, and they happen real fast. I mean, this is important. Just kind of getting into that there uh, is is the CARES Act came out, guys, officially March 17, 2020. However, uh, that's, you know, at the end of Q1 2020, that's when the pandemic was official. And uh, the CARES Act had $2.2 trillion spread out everywhere. You guys got checks, uh, hopefully, uh, at your house for your children, this and that. But they also put $400 billion of that $2.2 in the SBA PPP loan program. And then they had a second program to help small business owners for keeping people employed called the Employee um, Retention Tax Credit Program, ERC, or Tax Credit ERTC, you'll hear out there. Same thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the guidelines initially said, if you got a PPP loan, you cannot file for employee retention credits. So 90% of the businesses out there did obtain a PPP one. The funds dried up pretty quickly and PPP2s uh, had a little bit different uh, guidelines itself as well to qualify. But the funds dried up. That's ERC right. has hundreds of billions of dollars still sitting there because they've had to amend the guidelines from the CARES Act three times to make it where they businesses can qualify because because the guidelines were too stringent. And that's what we're going to get into heavily. And in, in, and I can provide Forbes articles and and other credible resources, the IRS's website uh, to back it up. ERCTree.com. Everything, the only thing we link out to is the IRS.gov, anything to do with uh, the employee retention credits. And, um, you know, what what we're doing, and we're going to get into that real quick. If you're a small business owner, 
with two W-2 employees, up to 500 W-2 employees, you want to speak to someone at ERC Tree, whether it's me, possibly, but most likely it's going to be one of the expert representatives. And uh, they are not accountants or tax attorneys that are you know, handling the pre-qualification calls. They're trained by me. But the thing is, is that there are, there's hundreds of pop-up mill firms out there all over the place with the fees, uh, charging um, application upfront money without even getting a quote. People are signing agreements that are requiring them not to be able to get quotes or, or go to any other firms. Uh, and that's just not right. Um, when I was in the lending business as a broker, I had hundreds of different lenders, okay, that I could submit to. But usually you have your your, your top five go-to, right? Right. And same thing here. I've identified five different firms uh, that have all different types of fee structures down to, you know, you could be just paying a 1% fee, you know, up to a 20% fee, depending on different factors of size of employees. Um, also, they have options where you can pay, you know, a, a smaller fee up front, or you can just have them file and pay a little bit higher fee uh, whenever the checks come in, which, you know, uh, and that's something I'll talk about in a little while too. How long is it taking for the checks to come in? And what is, you know, kind of some of the issues there too? Right. Well, a lot of us have heard horror stories about ERC of, like you just said, you know, paying a fee up front and then nothing ever happening. Uh, filing and waiting and waiting and waiting. It just never comes in. And so that's why we selected you as our ERC, as our ERC uh, partner uh, with our company, Certainty Management, is because you've eliminated those, those headaches. You know, you get someone a response within less than a week. You get funding for them literally in less than 30 days if they want it. And I know we have that you're, too. You're, you're even working on a deal that could be even faster than that. Less than f- what, in five days, somebody can get their ERC money. Well, which, percentage of it. Yeah, which which boggles my brain because, I mean, the government doesn't do anything quickly. And yet you've worked it out with lenders that can advance against those funds. Obviously a little bit of a cost for that. But if somebody is in really dire need and needs funding quickly that option does exist with you. And I don't know of anyone else in ERC that's doing that. So um, so real quickly, who qualifies for ERC refunds? Let's jump into that question. Yeah, let's, let's uh, real quick, and this is a good one, guys. Uh, and uh, here's the thing, is anybody with W-2 employees in 2020 and 2021, uh, up to 500 full-time, we have businesses that have you know, 300, 400 full-time and another two, 300 part-time. Full-time uh, per the IRS is 30 hours a week or more or 130 hours total for a month. Uh, they will qualify as a full-time. Now, part-time employees are also calculated into the refunds that are W-2. Contract 1099 employees cannot be calculated because no one's paid any payroll taxes yet. But W-2 employees, uh, all employers in America pay uh, quarterly. And it's called the Form 941 uh, is the payroll taxes. And that's one of the documents that we get uh, to submit to the firms. And uh, that was one of my biggest things back in the day. When I submitted a file on my processors in the mortgage space, when it went to underwriting, it was clean. It was ready to go. And we got responses back promptly. And that's really one of our biggest strengths is the document collection organization and submission to multiple firms. Because if anyone did, if you guys wanted to go to the firms or try to find the firms, you'd spend months 
uh, to find the specialty ones because specialized ones that do R&D and energy and other tax credit filings for years for Fortune 500 companies and so on, they got into ERC, but they are a niche already. And we'll talk a little bit more about that after the break, because that's what you guys need to hold on to, where if we'll talk to you, I'm going to give you some stories about a standard accountant that does quarterly, some manual or, you know, some bookkeeping and not. Well, um, we are coming up on break and um, just in 30 seconds before we take another quick break here, why do you think there's so much confusion on who and how to qualify? What would you say is uh, the very quick top e- reason? Easy, uh, el- elevator uh, truth uh, pitch right here, guys, is that local accountants don't understand the guidelines. They're not tax credit specialists. No fault to them. It's just like a general practicing physician. Okay. They're going to see you check up standard stuff. But if your skin, your heart, your, your head, your knee, you know, something, your eyes uh, not right, they would refer you to a specialist. Same thing in law, right? There's all these different categories of law. Well, in the accounting space, there is many different areas of accounting, but there is a tax credit specialized additional education. It's a whole different space and it's complicated and properly filing, amending, and changing, and adjusting things. Uh, we, Our firms all do research and development for manufacturers and Fortune 500 companies, and uh, it's very, very complex. And that's something we can get every year for manufacturers uh, here in the States. And I'll talk a little bit about that uh, as we lead into the firms and how they got selected. But just because you see someone online, that doesn't mean that they're anything but but a very good marketer, possibly, and using the quality of maybe tax preparer from a you know an H and R block type uh, situation. <laughs> right. Well, we're going to go to break, guys. But uh, just in closing, or uh, to transition, I I see parallels between what you're doing now, what you did in uh, the medical device sales, because you went into surgeries. I know you sat through and assisted with thousands of surgeries. And nobody goes to their general practitioner and says, I need you to replace my knee, right? So right. it's a perfect example, but we'll be right well, back, guys. Another quick another quick break. We're going to talk about how Ben selected his ERC tree approved firms, answer a few questions, maybe share an example or two, but we'll be right back. Thanks, everybody. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888 684 3122 to learn more today. That's 888 684 3122. Visit us on the web at certaintyteam.com. That's certainty. T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. 
Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Finding Certainty. I'm your host, Patrick Lang, and we're talking to Ben O'Quigley of ERCTree.com, talking a little bit about what sets ERCTree apart from their competitors. There's a lot of them out there. You've probably heard the ads, seen them online. You maybe have even tried researching, and it can be very overwhelming when you see hundreds of choices, right? So, the question I have for you, Ben, is how do you select your ERC tree approved firms? Because ultimately, they're the experts. I mean, if I can just interject, what you're really good at is working as a systems manager and as a connector. You connected clients in your medical device business. You connected customers and lenders in mortgages. IBM, you know, you connected all these technicians. You created algorithms for IBM. You did all these things. And now you have this business where you've combined all those skills and you're connecting customers with viable, incredible experts in this space, of which there are very few. So tell us how you select them, and then let's jump into yeah. specifically the, the process of applying. How can, how can somebody yeah. take part in this? Yep. So ERC Tree was created because the first person I was introduced to was using what I call a pop-up or mill firm. You can Google that. There's articles and stuff from credible sources talking about that too. And uh, I didn't know any better. The fee was a 30% fee, which I think is very, very high for the services that are being performed. I do agree, which the industry standard 10 to 20%, no money out of pocket fees. That's fine. Okay. Especially when the firm specializes. So what it is, is to go find specialty firms that do tax credit filings, you really going to have to comb through, okay? And not just the Google, you know, LinkedIn and other business uh, resources, uh, Dun & Bradstreet and so on. Mm-hmm. So I was introduced to one firm out of Austin, Texas, and they are the best. Uh, the managing partner literally was part of the team that wrote the tax credit codes 25 years ago that are still used today that have been expanded to 6 million words. But businesses were leaving the United States for manufacturers specifically back in the 80s for Mexico and Asia for cheaper labor. Even Canada, UK, Australia offer research and development tax credits now due to that. So one of the main qualifications, they had to have been filing uh, tax credit filings for at least the last decade. Okay, at least most of all the firms they've all been filing tax credit filings for you know about twenty years that we've selected. So they specialize uh, when they when the ERC is done, which is something I've never been a part of selling before. This program does end officially. It ends at the end of twenty twenty four. However. Uh, we start losing quarters at the end of Q2 to qualify for 2023. But the big one is when we start losing quarters in Q2, uh, Q2 of 2024. That's when we start losing it because oh, I'll talk a little bit as we go, but the money that you get per, uh, mm-hmm. per quarter and how it all shakes out. So ultimately, everybody, if you're not completely up to date on ERC, this is the opportunity 
to get your payroll taxes recovered from 2020, 2021. And there are certain criteria. You have to have kept your employees on during COVID. Uh, you have to have had a, an impact from COVID, which who didn't, but there you have to have been impacted. Uh, they look at, did you get a PPP or not? And, and there's a number of different questions. We won't get into all those right now. We don't have time to, but, but Ben and his team are experts and they have a very simple application that you can go to their website, erctree.com, log in and fill out the blanks. And it's, it's just very intuitive. It's just a quick job form where you fill out the blanks, ask, ask, answer the questions and load your documents. When you, when you work with ERC tree, you, you're not just working with one firm, and this is a really important point. Ben is researching and 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 forwarding that application to a number of different firms, so you get multiple offers. This one might be at fifteen percent, and you get it all up front. This one might be at ten percent, but you got to wait for six to nine months. You know, there's there's different there's there's different uh, uh, programs available. If you don't mind, Ben, I know in firms even come back with different numbers. I mean, tell us yeah. about that. Tell us about the, okay, uh, so that's where the, the example you were just sharing with me at the break. I think it's really important for people to hear. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the light, where, where things changed about four or five months ago for me, where I was starting to submit uh, clients, a lot of them were physicians. Uh, some of the uh, things that people don't realize, it's not just um, anyone, if you're deemed essential, okay, we have dentist offices and physicians. We have a whole hospital uh, that we're getting ERC for. They were deemed essential, of course. Um, and then uh, it's up to 500 full-time W-2 employees. But the bigger thing here is, is nonprofit organizations, 501c3s, they qualify for employee ERC as well. Um, and, um, you, know, you know, the cannabis space, uh, you know, they're treated a little bit differently because they are not, you know, a federal uh, authorized business, but they pay in payroll taxes. They could not get PPP, but they can get ERC. Right. Uh, and yeah, so it's pretty fascinating. So as you, um, as we were on our break, you were giving an example of one company who got approved for 745000 with their pop-up firm, and then you took them and got yep. them close to a million, Right. That's correct. So um, tell us about again, that. Well, so we gather all the proper documentation that every ERC firm should be out there. And there's there's a number of firms out there that do not even collect the PLs, the PPP documents, nor the group health statements. So if you're under 50 employees in the United States, you are not required to have group health. Once you get up to 50 and up, you are required to have a group health plan. Group health is another, if you do have it, that is an additional clawback and refund uh, that we're able to, you know, the firms are able to calculate in. Uh, and there's three categories to qualify. Category number one, that everyone thinks is the only one. It's a what's called gross receipts reduction. And it's quarter to quarter looking at Q, you know, two of 2020 to Q2 of 2019. Same thing with 21 Q2 to 2019 Q, uh, uh, you know, two. But it's a 50% revenue drop in those same quarters comparing for 2020 to 2019. It's 20% revenue drop for 21. That is a lot of businesses do not qualify for that. And literally, we have businesses every day that are getting approved by the firms on the other two categories that made more money in 2020 and 2021 than they ever have in 2019 or ever. 
as a business. Okay. That does happen. And, you know, I was in the mortgage industry back in 2006 and eight, I would have loved there been some PPP or ERC back then. You know, all of us that are listening, we've all got affected one way or another by that crash. And the pandemic was almost that same thing, but worse because there was mandates. So state, local and federal mandates prohibited businesses from operating as normal. So if a, if a mandate, even if we're deemed essential, we have dentists that, you know, due to the social distancing and capacity guidelines, just like a restaurant, you know, and physicians, they went from seeing, you know, multiple patients at a time to only one at a time. That change right there affected their business um, and that, they, that would qualify them. Uh, and so the mandates is one thing. You know, there's states like Florida where in Texas where the mandates lifted at the end of Q1 21. So unless they had the revenue drop in Q2 or 3 of 2021 or Q4 for startups, or if they um, uh, did not have the revenue drop, the mandates are gone. Did they have supply chain and vendor issues that by extension, whether it was receiving materials and, for example, the construction space? There's tons of materials. Uh, we have cabinet makers too, do all types of furnishing and manufacturers all over. Ingredients and materials, formulators of, of wellness products and stuff. We have wellness manufacturers, everyone. Right. They, um, the supply chain limited them from being able to perform their services as normal. And we're talking about supply chain went from just you know a few days to a week back order to months or six months or longer back, they're still having back orders on a lot of things with the things come from China with the boat. Right. So it's so, one of those three categories. So there's, um, there's a lot that goes into it, folks. I mean, you, you can tell it's not something that your regular accountant, bookkeeper, H&R block tax preparer, or anyone in between can just file and get done for you. We've seen a number of employ- uh, of employers and companies who said, well, we'll just have our own accountant do it. And six months later, it's still not done. If you don't act quickly, it's going to be gone. This is a temporary program. So, so Ben, just in the last minute here before we're, we're yeah. finished, employee, well, employers can receive up to $26,000 per employee. How long does it take them to get? And talk a little bit yeah. about the advanced yeah, that's option. Very good and, there. and then we're going to end up there. Yep. So ERC tree guys, we gather all the proper documents and submit clean files to multiple firms. Once we submit, it usually takes only about five business days to get back the quotes and we evaluate them. And they're all looking at the same data, even as specialized, but there's so much objectivity when you get to certain areas with the mandates and other things. So you can get up to 26,000 per employee, 5,000 per employee for 2020 up to 21,000 per employee for 2021. That's Q1, two, and three, each 7,000. And our firms are accurately going to maximize your refund. They also all have audit defense protection built in. So if there is any questions by the IRS about the refunds uh, that are requested, the firm will explain uh, why they came up with those numbers. They cross the T's, dot the I's, and the clients are protected. And that's very, very important. Most, the majority of 90 some high 90% out there, firms do not offer any type of audit defense. They're going to be gone in two years when this program is done. The firms we've selected at ERC Tree, they're going to be around doing other types of tax credit filings for Fortune 500 companies and small businesses for decades to come. Right. Really important. Uh, if you file, folks, you can wait for six to nine months to wait for and wait yeah, for and those that, funds to come in or 
with ERC yeah, trade. Another n- another reason we love them is credit advance. You can get the money faster. You Within pay a little 10 bit business of business days of filing. Yeah, uh, a high percentage of it. Yep. You pay a little bit of a factoring fee, but it is, you know, it's your choice. Not even yeah, factoring. No, actually, you have hedge funds that will just buy it um, at a certain percentage on the dollar. And that's it. There's no monthly payments or anything. The hedge funds are waiting for the checks to come in from the treasury, which the checks still go to you, the clients, small business owners. Right. If you know a small business owner, and here's the rebuttal to the accountant, we'll end on that. If someone tells me, oh, my local accountant can do that, I say, that's great. So could you send me the documents that you sent them? It, you know, let's get a second opinion. Guys, I'm not meaning this because uh, I have family members. My, my my dearly godmother died, the youngest of my mom and my mom's sister, the uh, youngest of that family, cancer. If you had cancer, unless you're down at MDM Anderson, you're probably getting a second opinion, right? This is very, very important. It's the largest tax credit refund small and mid-sized companies has ever been given by the government in U.S. history is employee retention credits. It is money you've already paid into the system and other losses uh, one way or another through supply chain or mandates. We are going to help you. Our service is free. We don't charge anything. We don't inflate the fees of the firms. And we just help you uh, get multiple quotes and streamline this process. Just go to ERCTree.com. There is a form that you can put in actually your employer's employee size and get a calculator and fill that out. And just put that you've been, uh, you, you you found it from the um, uh, radio show. Okay, there's yeah, gonna be a drop down option. Yeah, make sure you mention Finding Certainty, guys. Ben yep. and his team will take good care of you. As he said, there's no upfront cost to you. We're paid out of the recovered fee. And so uh, we'll get it done quick. You'll get an answer very quickly and you'll have options. That's my favorite thing about ERC Tree is you have options to choose from, from vetted, incredible firms been doing this for a long time they're going to be around for for decades to come so ben we're out Thank of time you. thanks for your time man it's, i know it's it's hard cramming so much into such hey, a short i'll see you time, uh, but... in about a week here uh less than a week uh, in virginia at liberty university at the ceo summit that's right we're presenting next week at liberty U. we'll be doing a, the next radio <sighs> show from there thanks Let's everybody Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Finding Certainty. We hope you've gained some more insight into how to create more certainty in your own business or nonprofit. Join us next week for another taste of the certainty experience. Until then, we wish you greater certainty in all that you do.